A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The following is a presentation of the Force Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy and almost Chicago, this is the Force Center podcast feed with the big show, the main show, the superstar destroyer of our fleet. This is Force Center. I'm Ken Napsuck. That is Joseph Scrimshaw. Hello. And that there. is Jennifer Landa. Yes. Hello there. <laughs> it is I. Cut off Me. the. <laughs> cut off both your eyes. <laughs> no, I said hello, and then I realized it's dumb to just say hello on a Star Wars podcast. Yeah. Just, it doesn't add that much more and, work and, to say there. And I cut off the only you know line that I would know not to cut off in Star Wars. <laughs> hello there. Hello. But I want to focus on <laughs> Jennifer's great regal, uh, a goddess ascending. It is I. I don't know where. It, maybe I'm getting in the Game of Thrones spirit. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it pervades everything right now. It yeah. does. It does. It does. Wow. Wow. I get, uh, yeah, looking, and I'm not even like a huge MCU person, but I enjoy all the films. But we got, like, what a, what a month to be a nerd. We, yeah. we, this is great times. 
Great Ooh, times. It's a lot of goodness. Uh, and this is our, our last uh, show before we uh, go to Star Wars Celebration. Jennifer will be running CouchCon mm-hmm. um, at, at, at her, her place there. Uh, do you have? Are you going to live stream CouchCon for yourself? I don't know how I'm going to do it. I'm going to try as best I can. Uh, we'll see if my daughter lets yeah. me. I'm sure that she'll be intrigued and want to watch some of it. And then it's like, okay, that's enough. Are you going to run a lottery to see if uh, your daughter or the dog gets on the couch with you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The dog, he's, he's in the doghouse. Unhappy with him. It is, uh, it is interesting. It is going to be an interesting time out there. Joseph and I are yeah. excited to be out there. We're going to meet a lot of you in person at the Lulu Brewery Thursday night, our show, sold out show, and standing room only. And when we say standing room only, I hope there's not fire marshals paying attention in Chicago, <laughs> Joseph. That's how hot those tickets were. That's right. Fiery hot. And uh, we got uh, we can confirm some stuff about the event, Joseph, uh, that, uh, meet and greets and all those kind of things. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So we mentioned this uh, last week, but we wanted to say it again because it's getting closer. Uh, for those of you who are coming to the brewery show, uh, we'll have your names on list because you already purchased your tickets. You'll get in. We'll do the, the big show uh, with me and Ken and our guest, Drina Ariano. And then after the show, we're going to have a meet and greet. Uh, we're going to form a little line, and anybody who wants to can get an autograph from Ken and I or a photo if you'd like. Uh, and Darina as well, and uh, no charge for that. But we're also going to be selling a special poster that celebrates this specific show, this specific event that was uh, designed by Brian Ward. Uh, we're going to be selling that for $5 in uh, cash only because I want to be able to pay attention to uh, fans rather than my iPad <laughs> right. and whether or not the Wi-Fi is working on Square. Right. Oof, so uh, yeah. cash only, five bucks. I also have some uh, CDs uh, of my comedy that'll be ten bucks. Absolutely. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, it's gonna. I, I, I'm so looking forward. A lot of people tweeting us already. Uh, see you next week. Which yeah. Is, wow. Which is awesome. And then, again, for those who maybe couldn't get tickets to the event, we understand. We understand your frustration. Hey, this is this is, is what it is. Uh, but we are going to be around. And uh, I do encourage you, if you see Joseph and I, don't don't be shy. Be, you know, respectful. Uh, if you're in the middle of biting a hot dog, give me a bite. Give me a wait. <laughs> give me a beat. Um, wait until he's chewing. Wait until no. he's chewing, at least. Um, but come up and uh, say hi. We love meat and four center fans it's always special you know we go to these big live events at joseph and i will be at the schmodown movie trivia schmodown panel but i love it when people come up and say hey i listen to four center it means something special because this is our passion uh here today and speaking of passions uh, the main topic today is going to be prophecies of episode nine and basically we're gonna have a lot of fun just diving into what we think we might be learning yeah right? exactly exactly so go with us on that but as we always like to do, reminding you today, the, uh, our podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash center. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. A little bit later, we'll have our Force Center recommends a book, an audiobook we think you should try out on us. So before we go uh, into Episode 9 and any predictions and prophecies and talk more about Celebration and create Star Wars life adventures and memories this coming week, uh, how are you all doing? Any any adventures in this pre-Celebration time period? Yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just sort of, uh, it is such a, we were talking right before we hit record that it's such a great time to be a nerd. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm busily studying for the Star Wars Celebration. Mm-hmm. I rewatched Rogue One and Phantom Menace and half Attack the Clones, half the Clone Wars movie. Uh, played Star Wars Trivial Pursuit with some friends last night. Awesome. So I'm oh, studying fun. up as much as I can. Uh, I read uh, all of Master and Apprentice because I kind of just oh, wanted really? to finish it before wow. uh, Before we got to Celebration. Uh, then my wife and I also saw Shazam. We oh, watched yeah. the last season of Game of Thrones and recorded <laughs> an hour and a half 
podcast about it. Uh, and then I've had several Hollywood <laughs> meetings and bitches and things. So like, it's it's just been like this is great to like just be immersed in yeah. stuff that I love and exciting stuff. But just like, who am I? What is reality? Yeah. What are we talking about now? Okay, wow. Let's focus. I mean, yeah, that's a load. That's yeah. a load. There, you got. I mean, so over. much fun stuff. But oh yeah, never. But yeah, it's it's just that's that's uh, you're you're moving and grooving. At what point do you just sit down with a frozen pizza and just go? <laughs> I did that during the Crazy Ex-Girlfriend finale, which oh, I watched, yeah. yes, as well. Oh. Very good things about great. that. It's a great show. Yeah, yeah I've heard good yeah. things. Uh, hopefully in Chicago we'll get to relax for a little bit. It's going to be busy. But oh, absolutely. But we've got some dish. time that are just like, oh, yeah. yeah. Some deep dish frozen pizza. Some deep dish. Oh, how will you ever know it's done? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Jennifer. Pizza, yeah. <laughs> Mm, uh, I got nothing. I, you know, yeah, I, I know. feel like my brain is stuck. It's like I'm stuck waiting mm-hmm. because I know that it's going to be inundated with so much <laughs> Star Wars. It's like I can't think. I can't do anything. I'm just kind of in limbo. Like, okay, yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready, and yet I'm not ready. I, 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 like I said, I need a better game plan. I need to figure out my schedule and get my daughter on board. Um, so I got nothing. Yeah. I I gotta watch this paddle. I totally understand that everything is about hype and excitement, but I almost do wish that like the stars.com site would have like, you know, some Jedi meditation tricks too. (laughs) Like we're excited. Can you help us calm down? I, you know, and I'm being on Twitter on, on star Wars, Twitter, Everyone is very excited, but also really anxious, <laughs> and they're freaking out, packing. And so now I'm getting anxious because they're anxious, even though I'm not going anywhere. I'm just like, I don't know. What are you, what are you going to pack? <sighs> so, yeah. It, it is. Uh, I love to travel light, which is weird, because if I travel locally, if we're going to my parents' house, which is two and a half hours away, I might have four bags. No. Oh. But New York, I'll bring a backpack. I don't. Wow. I like getting to the airport. I'm like George Clooney and up up in the air. Like, <laughs> we got. but I am nervous because it's the, a different weather condition. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. I'm not right. You you got that Minnesota background. You know this area. Yeah, it's going to be about three different weather conditions if the weather holds while we're there. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be cold, and then there's one day that's just wind. That is the weather. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) See, I'm not prepared for this. Uh, New York, every time I go, it's usually one condition. Yeah. Yeah, you can brace for horrible cold wind or something. Chicago seems uh, so. That's where I'm overwhelmed, Jen. Yeah. You know. But hey, you get to go to a craft fair. I saw you pictures. Yeah, I did. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was fun. And I always look for Star Wars stuff. And then I remind myself, oh, there's never really going to be Star Wars quote stuff. It will be like Star Wars inspired because, you know, they (laughs) don't want to get in trouble. But I didn't see anything. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, good. We love Star Wars inspired stuff. Yes. Those toys that are from other countries that are, oh, yeah, those are cool. I love that. And as we were watching toys that made us, uh, oh. and just the Steve sense, we bringing out all the weird ones. It's a lot of fun. Uh, as for me, no real direct star Wars adventures, just getting ready like everyone. And I've had the, that weird kind of anxiety of like, Oh, I'm going to see episode nine footage, get mm. the title and that, that dump. And the, it's so exciting. And, it's so, you know, you, we all love last Jedi here. We all love force Awakens, but it's like, you, you just want to know, you don't know what's coming. You want to know it's going to be good. I trust it is. It's going to be exciting. We're all going to scream whether we're on our couches or in the panel or yeah. in the overflow rooms. doesn't matter. We're going to have fun. But, you know, it's in the back of my head. Yeah. We're going to start getting answers. So many answers. Yeah. Which is well, what we're going to dive into today. But before that, we have a little bit of news, Jennifer. Not a lot. Not a lot. A little bit. Uh, just, a, just a smidge. 
So Ryan Johnson's next film, Knives Out, will be released in November of this year. But last week, he told a crowd at CinemaCon that after Knives Out, his focus will shift 100% toward working on the first of his three Star Wars projects. So if you're trying to piece together the timeline, here's what he said to MTV News recently. Lucasfilm is figuring out their next slate of movies while he is, quote, chugging away at work on his Star Wars trilogy. So chugging away could mean writing. It could mean location scouting. It could mean brainstorming. Who knows? But there is also a rumor that Dave and Dan will start filming their Star Wars film this fall. So it's looking like we may not see Ryan Johnson's film until at least 2021. So if these rumors are true, do you guys think it's smart to put Dan and Dave's rumored Old Republic film first before Ryan Johnson's? I mean, it just might be a matter of like logistics, but it does seem like there's, as Ryan Johnson's saying, there's other factors of how Lucasfilm wants to lay this all out. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, I think that's absolutely the best way to go, yeah? especially if it's the Old Republic. And especially since it's something uh, Dan and Dave are new voices to Star Wars. Mm -hmm. um, I think I just think the Old Republic is the most obvious place to go. So I think it's just the exact right kind of uh, mixture and flavor of like the Old Republic. It's Jedi versus Sith. Maybe it's Jedi versus Mandalorians. It's you have mm -hmm. an entry point, but it's also brand new. Or maybe they'll use some cans, you know, old legend stuff, whatever. But it's kind of recognizable. That really sets us up for like now we want something just totally new mm. totally different right. and i think that's what ryan johnson's uh trilogy is going to be yeah totally second what you're saying there and i haven't haven't ever thought of uh the jedi mandalorian wars and being involved in anything yeah i mean it's a, a lot of it is open for yeah. you know i don't mind that at all interpretation within the <laughs> the current canon yeah there's a there's a lot of areas to cover and like you said i don't think it's uh directly from uh, the legends that we know but they might pull stuff in and characters but i think uh i, I don't believe they're going to start shooting in the fall but i think they'll be the first ones out of the gate i think and, and what ryan, it's interesting that ryan is kind of being so forthright in with just they're trying to figure it out their next slate which is I take comfort in that. I do too. I think there was a little bit of a release problem with Solo and Iger have talked about that. And, uh, you know, if that causes a company to press pause, I, I'm uh, as a fan, I'm on board. Yeah. yeah. Get the I, one you want out. I think it's at this point, it makes business sense to them too to starve the audience of Star Wars movies. So we all focus on Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. And then when the next movie comes out, it I mean, the conversation is already shifting to where it was Solo. Like, do we need a Star Wars movie every year too, like just the way like some of these articles are worded of like, we might have to wait until 2020. Like that's next year. You're that's so next year. right. Yeah. You're, You're so right. right. And that, I don't mm -hmm. think there's going to be a movie in 2020. No, I don't no, think so no. either. I think 2021 is the next. Yeah. I think that's yeah. Dan, yeah. And Dave's. Dan and Dave. Dan and Dave. Yeah. 20, Yeah. You're, you're so right. The tone changes that fast. To can you believe versus oh, there was a solo game. <laughs> yeah. That's just, I, it's why I don't have chips and salsa. At every meal. Yeah. Sometimes I just want to go. Remember my memories of <laughs> chips and salsa? Let's go back. Build up the anticipation oh, for Ryan funny. Johnson's chips and salsa trilogy. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. That's delicious. Uh, so Claudia Gray's highly anticipated book, Master and Apprentice, is hitting shelves later this month. But StarWars.com recently shared an exclusive excerpt from the novel. So the story explores the relationship between Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan in the first canon novel to take place prior to the event of Star Wars The Phantom Menace. In the excerpt, we meet a young Qui-Gon as he and his master, Dooku, find themselves on the trail of a dangerous bounty hunter named Shendamal, 
on the far-off planet of Numidian Prime. So I won't give the rest of the excerpt away. But no, I'm seeing, jo- Ken, you have this book as well. So you got, have you both been starting to read it? Joseph, you finished it. I finished it, yeah. We are on the opposite ends of, of homework. <laughs> um, I got it. I, I was uh, fortunate enough to get an extra, an extra. Someone had an extra copy, and they, and they I'm not on, on the list anymore. Uh, we're working on that, which is, which is fine. Um, so I had it in my hands, but I'm, I'm four or five chapters into the Phantom Menace novel. And having a blast rereading that Terry Brooks thing. I haven't, yeah. I haven't read in 20 years. There's a years. lot going on wow. in that, lot. to my recollection. And I thought, let me finish the Phantom Menace novel. So I read like another chapter. Then I thought, well, dummy. <laughs> Master and Apprentice would flow right into the Phantom yeah. Menace novel. Yeah. So I'm going to change up and probably. Okay. But I might have to wait till after we get back because yeah. I'm yeah. not, there's, I, I do not care how many times I try. I will not read on a vacation type, and this is work, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'll read on the plane. doesn't happen. No, we'll, can, we will go back to the hotel at 8 p.m. every night, and we'll put on some jammies and read, right? That, yeah, that's not going to happen. Not gonna uh, happen. Yeah, I, 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 I want to be really careful about what I say. Sure. Uh, you know, this, the book focuses on exactly the kind of things that you would think from the description if you're interested in uh, Jedi relationships, Jedi philosophy. It is really, really rich. I do want to say I'm surprised that they released this. Oh, this excerpt? Yeah. Because it says a lot? Uh, because I think it's... It, it, mm. I'm not going to say anything about it for people who... Uh, is you chose not to? Well, yeah, yeah. I didn't know. There, there's... There's one of the larger reveals for people who like us who really like to dive into Star Wars canon that yeah. really upsets our understanding of timeline and dynamics. Oh, wow. It's uh, hmm. also, uh, um, I think I feel okay saying this that it's super cool and people might be really into it. And I think they should be careful to be like, that's not what the, all the book is like. Mm. This excerpt. Oh, I see. Gotcha. Because I just feel like, okay. yeah, I understand why they release it because it's super cool. Right. But mm-hmm. I think maybe if I had seen that excerpt before I read it in the flow of the book, expecting the book to follow up on that excerpt yes. a lot, yes, it does not follow up on that excerpt uh, a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I yes. thought it was going somewhere and I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. I'll be really excited to talk about it uh, once once it's all out because so there's just amazing and great stuff in there. And that's yeah. part of the reason I wanted to read it so fast because I just really wanted to kind of retain it all yeah. and mm. not have it spread out over a long time. But yeah, that, that passage is great, but just enjoy that passage for what it is and then see for yourself how it falls in the book. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Huh. It's a standalone excerpt. Yeah. You know, it's it's an excerpt of a subplot. Put it that way. I got gotcha. that, 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 uh, that's, that's what I'm getting at. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Well, can't wait to dive in. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite things to do at Celebration is shop. And this year's Star Wars store has plenty of goodies or exclusives to the con. For example, if you've ever wanted to own a Convery, now you can in plush form. <laughs> it looks like you can actually attach the plush Convery to a backpack strap so it sits on your shoulder, which is oh, very yeah. cute. Uh, also available are a Metal, ya- Metal of Yavin coaster set, a Darth Maul bomber jacket, a George Lucas-inspired flannel with the Celebration <sighs> logo on it, Tons of Star Wars t-shirts, a Rancor tiki glasses, a Death Star succulent planter, and a Land of Calrissian <laughs> Hawaiian shirt, just to name a few. So, <laughs> which of these items is a must-have on your list? I mean, the Lucas-inspired flannel. Right? That, yeah, that that was it. The yeah. whole thing for me, it was like, okay, how exclusive are these? Do we have to race? Like, yeah, that's yeah. so cool. I want it so bad. Yeah. I mean, a no-brainer. The fact yeah. that this isn't released just 
on StarWars.com that you can right? buy. And I don't. I would. I would even want them to not be like. I don't want like a patch or something too much to dominate. I just want a flannel with like the name Lucas. That's part of the reason. It's got such a subtle little. Just it's Star yeah. Wars celebration. Yeah. But otherwise, you know, uh. the the convoy. That's I saw that. That would I love little plush things. Uh, I, I stuffed animals probably far too late that I'm comfortable to admit as a child. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm in for that too. Yeah. I, I won't probably won't grab one, but Lando's a uh, uh, Hawaiian shirt oh, from, from Numidian prime. Yeah. Uh, is, right. uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's pretty cool too. And I, I would like more things like that. If, if it's something that you can kind of just, that's a, what a character wears in star Wars, but you can also just kind of wear it around the world. I would love them to keep producing things like that. I agree. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I don't know. But I, 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 I always do try to go for the subtler of shirts. Doesn't mean I don't have a you know smuggler's bounty box with Funko Kylo Ren on it, that kind of stuff. But something that's like, hey, Star Wars, uh, you're a Star Wars fan, right? Versus just like something big and screaming it. Yeah. yeah. So right. that's why that Lucas flannel is going to be on yeah. the radar. So. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. And the the thing is, you guys, is that mm. if you like any of these items and you are at celebration, go because I have. M- Years of regret of not buying certain things or not buying doubles of things uh, and never being able to find them, except on eBay for thousands of dollars. Yeah, right. Go and Mm. do it. Do it, do it. Another collection that is launching exclusively at Celebration is Ashley Eckstein's Sister of the Force Capsule Collection. The collection includes dresses, shirts, hoodies, and capes that pay on say homage, whatever. I say homage. You do too? Well, okay, yeah. that pay homage to some of the bravest women in the galaxy. Some of the looks include a Padme Lake House inspired dress and also a hoodie, an Ahsoka windbreaker with two points that are Leku inspired, General Leia's cape coat from The Last Jedi, Rose Tico's army jacket, an Admiral Holdo inspired drapey dress, and a Sabine inspired moto jacket. I've been a fan of Ashley's and mm. of her universe. I've been an <laughs> avid uh, shopper at her, her universe <laughs> for many, many years. And in my opinion, this collection is, I think, one of the best she's done. For that reason that you said, Joseph, is that like, it's, it's almost like everyday cosplay. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like taking these pieces that we see in these films and allowing us to wear them and still not look like we're wearing a costume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they you just sort of I mean? have the energy and spirit of the character in the scene, in the moment. Yeah. Yeah, without being like, I am trying to look exactly like this character. Right, yeah. exactly. So bravo, Ashley. This is another one. I Sometimes she does this where she'll launch something exclusive at Celebration, and then it will be on the site later. Okay. I'm hoping that's the case. Because right. these are great pieces. Yeah. Like that Ahsoka Windbreaker. Yeah, it's really cool. That. Yeah. That one. Yeah, I, lo- I love the stuff. Love the stuff. Uh, um Kim Horcher was wearing one on Jedi Council that was, oh, it, was, she was? it was so subtle. I thought she had just done it herself in a way. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, oh, it's her universe. So it's great. And nice. uh, yeah. Daniel Kennedy of Lucasfilm also did one of the pieces. It's uh, an Ahsoka sweatshirt. Uh-huh. So it kind of has the, the stripey pattern on the arm. Oh, no, it says Tano across exactly. the front. Exactly. Yeah, he got the, designed yeah. that. Oh, so that's, that's really, cool. really cool. I like that one a lot. I really liked the, uh, just the straightforward T-shirt with the quote from the Clone Wars episode. Oh, I can't remember the exact uh, quote, but it's about, you know, hope. Yeah. <laughs> She's a good Star Wars thing. Right. <laughs> yeah. There, I think there is like one, one male t-shirt or unisex t-shirt. It's a t-shirt. There. Yeah. yeah. With the, I mean, so, I, I'm wearing the Holdo dress and I don't, no one's going to tell me different. <laughs> sure. I love Holdo, it's so. beautiful. looks very flattering. Love it. Uh, that's it. That's all we got for now. That's we it. We know. Yeah. War is coming. Yeah. Get into the lottery to get into the store That's is what right. you kind of have to do. Oh, right? boy. Oh, yeah. oh yep. boy, lotteries. I'm just going to look for a 
dark alleys and black markets in <laughs> uh, You got a Lucas flannel? There's got to be some something that you can just walk up to and make a purchase. There will be. Got to sure. be. Yeah. When, when Joseph and I hit the floor, we'll find something That's for right. each of us there. Uh, thank you for the news, Jennifer. And we'll have more. We'll have more news very shortly oh, yeah. to dive into. Before we get into our main topic, we want to recommend an audiobook for you, Joseph. That is right. We are recommending Queen's Shadow by E.K. Johnston. Ken and I just uh, recorded a review of it, so I would say go get this on Audible. Take a listen, and uh, then you can listen to our review. And I also wanted to to recommend it not only because it's new, but because uh, Queen's Shadow and Master and Apprentice are both like this Phantom Menace celebration. Mm-hmm. And there's some really interesting rhythms uh, in between the books being in the same general time frame. There's some great stuff uh, connecting them. Star Wars rhythm, rhythm is going to yeah. get you. Well, <laughs> check it out there. Queen Shadow by E.K. Johnston. Download your free audio book today at audibletrial.com slash forcecenter. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash forcecenter for your free audio book and help out the show in the process. Main topic today, we're calling it Prophecies of Episode 9. Now, what's the favorite thing about prophecies that we love? They can be very wrong or misread, <laughs> the prophecies may have been. But, Joseph, we are going to just have some fun, even go against our own maybe speculated responsibly edict. Yeah. Just dive in. We'll see. Speculate it however you want, friends. <laughs> uh, we're not wearing the T-shirts today. <laughs> the so, flannel uh, is off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I love doing episodes like this uh, because this episode is really, we're going to dive into the title and the panel and the trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this episode of Force Center will be relevant for less than a week. That's how quickly <laughs> we'll find out if we are wrong. Maybe we'll make some larger episode nine uh, uh, predictions, but it's also fun to go back in and listen and see how far off were we? Were we running parallel to the truth? We yeah. will find out. Uh, so right now, everybody does believe that the episode nine panel will end with the trailer and that we'll also get the title because it won't be <laughs> they'll reveal a trailer and still not telling you the title <laughs> that seems wrong do i just want to start with that yeah. is this something where we have created as fans a self-fulfilling prophecy of that's what's going to happen yeah. is there any possibility where that doesn't happen or do you think we're we are right as fans can you imagine if it does people will be <laughs> rioting the chicago, chicago police are ready oh boy oh man oh. they have to because that's what they've done yeah. in the past yeah. Right, you know the trailer, yeah, yeah. the trailer and the title, right. yeah. Because if they if they gave us like a little behind the scenes vignette thing, right, people would be. Oh, <laughs> you no. imagine? Right, it's like look at this new creature's animatronic eyeballs. Like, I mean, yeah. There is a there is a very good chance that both Joseph and I are going to be watching the panel in our hotel room. Just we way, might have a couch really? con in our hotel just room. Just the way for, it's looking, for, by the way. Complicated, <gasps> oh absurd God. reasons. Oh, um, right. If that's the case, I'm barring the door. <laughs> And Chicago will burn while we sit there with room service. <laughs> yeah, so but, it's, I mean, it's got to happen, right? The trailer I, has to be there, and if the trailer comes, the title comes, right? I, I think this is one of the safest bets ever. But what you said is is true. There is, not just in Star Wars, a lot of these big fandoms, we just saw recently with Game of Thrones, there wasn't a reasonable expectation that the final six episodes in season eight were going to be mini movies. Mm. Yeah. And most, like four of the episodes are, 
Like they're nearly 90 minutes, but a couple of them aren't. And people started getting up in arms. No one had come out. Dan and Dave didn't say we just made two hour movies. Yeah. Uh, just said they'd be supersized episodes. And 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 J.J. Abrams, episode nine will tie all of them together. I don't think there's an exact quote. We just create these expectations. Yeah, he mm-hmm. said something along those lines of these. They're being mindful of the whole legacy that they're wrapping up all the films. Right. And then it but turns- that isn't just like staring at the camera and going, there will be 17 prequel references, <laughs> right? You know, <laughs> Battle droids will return. So you're you're very right to say that. But I think that said, I can't imagine. Okay. I yeah. just can't no. imagine. Yeah, we can imagine, and it will be tears in a riot. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. That's true. All right. So diving into this assumption that we are running with, do you think that the title of episode nine will come at the end of the trailer? And if so, what do you think the, the, the power and the experience of that will be, regardless of where you're watching? Regardless of where you're watching, Jen. I think that the title is going to come from JJ. I think during the panel, he's going to say it. And uh. people are going to be like, whoa, <laughs> right? That's, that's exactly what and tens like, of thousands of people will yeah. say. Like, ah, yeah. right. And then they're going to tune out for a minute while he yeah. goes on about something. And so then that way your mind is already thinking. And then when they play the trailer, then the, you know, it may come at the end. But I, I just have a feeling he's going to say it. I don't okay. know why. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that. It's a, okay. that's a, it's a bold one. Ken, what are you thinking? Uh, I've got this Yogurtland free shake coupon, coupon that looks like a a, a, a betting chip. Oh, oh yeah. you're going to chip on something? Too. I'm going to slide, but on a different category. Ooh. I think it. They wait to the end with yeah. trailer, yeah, and then the titles revealed on that. Oh, on the, I I just think that's that's the way I see it happening. It's dramatic, and yeah. I think like three people, and now whoever's editing the trailers at Ant Farm or whatever Trailer House, mm-hmm. I think like three people know the title. I think, I think, yeah. I, think yeah. I think they have a a title, a fake title in place, and I think JJ's gonna go into Final Cut and type it in himself. <laughs> he's, he's backstage <laughs> exporting on his MacBook. Yeah. Come on, come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, obviously, I think a few more people than that know, but. Yeah, I, this is one of those things also where, like, uh, I think fans have predicted it. In my mind, it has become settled as, as truth that it will come at the end because I don't think we've had it sent the end of the trailer since Revenge of the Sith. Mm. Mm. I was reading right. some great memories of that experience in, in 2000. I don't know. I can't remember if it was 2003 or 2004 that they revealed the title at, at Comic-Con. Comic-Con. Obviously, the right. film's 2005, so probably 2004. Um, but I, I think that... I want it at the end of the title or the end of the trailer for that experience of having it be a part of the trailer, Mm, which mm -hmm. is different and unique. Um, And I still want the title to be something that we maybe couldn't guess until we knew a little bit more about the story of the movie. Mm. And I feel like if the trailer is constructed beautifully well to show us like, here's what the, here's really what's at stake in this movie and that the title has that, of course. Like, I think what was so beautiful about Revenge of the Sith is it's the Star Wars title that was, well, of course. Right. Knowing the whole history of, it was going to be Revenge of the Jedi, and then mm-hmm. Luke is like, no, it can't be. It's Return of the Jedi, and we all know what that story is. So I'm, I'm hoping for a title that feels like that. Yeah. That's like, well, of course that's the title, and here's the trailer to lead us into that, of course, moment where there's almost like some sort of, <laughs> I'm going over the top now, but some Do sort it. of like blissful moment of unity for fans right. where it's like that, yeah. you know, the force is with us and we are with the force. Of course, <laughs> the, seeing that trailer, of course, this is the title yeah. for the end of the Skywalker saga. 
I'm probably going way over the top. No, with this, no. But. You know what? This is interesting, and and I can tell that you are you are a live performer because you really are thinking about the experience of people in, in that are at the panel. It really it's about creating that experience for them. And so when you say it like that, I'm like, well, yeah, because if he reveals it before the trailer, mm-hmm. then couldn't somebody just tweet it out? Like people who are Absolutely. like, or, well, and it's, it's being live streamed. Yeah. So then that's already going to be blasted out. Then that's the news. That's the yeah. news. Whereas right. like if you do it all together as a package, it just, it, I don't know. There's, there's more control over than how yeah. it's being shared. I, I guess. just feel like, yeah. yeah, now that they, now that they have taken uh, this approach to be like, we are going to withhold it why mm-hmm. so that you can release it in the most breathtaking way possible right, right. yeah because if, if memory serves they will live stream the panel until the end where they they shut that off to do the trailer for those inside right and then on youtube moments after was right. the trailer if i remember i think last jedi was just lo- the trailer live streamed as well they did do that okay yeah. Mm, I, I changed my thought, but even then, I still think. But it's anyway, it was back. immediately after. If it wasn't live streamed, if my memory is fa- failing me, but uh, yeah, I, but I mean, I was sitting there watching it because I was I was scheduled okay. to go into Screen Junkies immediately after it aired. Right, you were on doing the on call, uh, yeah, <laughs> digital media discussion. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm thinking too of the when I was there for the Gareth Edwards Rogue One. Oh, right. that little and that's teaser, yeah. yeah. And I think this is the unveil to the world. The so, world. so why not just live stream it? Right. That would make sense. Just switch on over there. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think tra- uh, as far as the title, like, uh, we're going to get into a little bit more. We want. Yeah, I, I love that feeling of e- even the Force Force Awakens. Latch out are two great titles. And yeah, they work. Revenge of the Sith. Uh, Phantom Menace didn't hit me at first, and and it's still I still consider it perhaps uh, one or two, three you know, top favorite titles of mine. Yeah, I love that title now. I did not like it leading up to now. I was like, what's the Phantom Menace? Mm-hmm. Um, I love it now. So yeah, I want uh, it's it's that joke they make on The Simpsons about the B-sharps, but the Beatles. You know, a, a rock band should be silly, cute name, but also means everything, and it just seems like it was always there. I'm paraphrasing the joke. Yeah, 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 no, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, let's dig into the title itself a little bit, because uh, this is going to be our last chance to not know if we're correct. Yeah. Do we want the title to be Star Wars poetry in some way uh you've got the rhythm of it's been return of the jedi and revenge of the sith for uh the other last movies of trilogies so do you want it to be the blank of the blank do you want it like a lot of people have predicted to be calling back to a new hope so that there is a circle do you want hope or new in the title somewhere how how are you feeling about Mm. the poetry of it i love i love that poetry right so i'm gonna get that flannel shirt i love star wars (laughs) poetry uh I hadn't thought, funny, I hadn't thought about the revenge of and return of poetry. I, yeah. thought, I kept going to Hope. I've seen a few people tweet out things about Hope, and I like those ones. Uh, I, I That makes sense, Star Wars. And Hope, I think even more than growing up with Star Wars and New Hope became the name a little bit later, Yeah, Hope is now the, a key word in Star Wars even more than it was then. It was yeah. present, but now it's a word we've seen here, unless it's hubris with Luke. Um <laughs> The hubris that would be great of if that the was first the title. Order. Yeah, <laughs> Return of the Hubris, Revenge of the Hubris, the Hubris of Kylo Ren. <laughs> um, so, anyways, long story short, yes, give me some poetry. Yeah, yeah, uh, Jennifer, how are you feeling about poetry of any kind? You know, I, I'm not so much. I don't care about the poetry per se. I care, and I don't know what I want. <laughs> I really don't. I, I just think it's got it's got to work. It's got to fit, mm-hmm. um, and it's gonna sound right. There's titles that I like. 
Yeah. Like I love the one that we talked about last week, Kylo's curse, <laughs> um, you know, or a new order, you know, yeah. things like that. But I do think that having it be somewhat positive or uplifting, hopeful, as you guys are saying, yeah. I think that that would be nice. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I, I'm terrible at, at creating names of things. I can't even title my own videos. So <laughs> I can't, I'm, I'm not the expert on this one. The positive thing is really interesting because Return of the Jedi strikes such a great balance of just like, well, uh, it was a new hope, then the Empire struck back, and now the Jedi are back. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean the Jedi are victorious. It's not no. victory of the Jedi. You know, mm-hmm. and Revenge of the Sith has the benefit of, well, we know things aren't going to go well for our heroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but if it was just like, Triumph of Ray. There's like that. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, we I'm all know probably she will win. But Qui Gon's noble end. Qui Gon's noble end. What if that was the title of it? Oh, oh my. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be. I think it will have some element of poetry. I don't think it's going to. I don't think they need it to be blank of blank because the sequel trilogy has not had poetry the same right. way the prequel and original trilogy do. Right. Yeah. You know, like Attack the Clones, Empire Strikes Back, and The Last Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not The Last Jedi kicks butt, you know. It's, right. uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Last Jedi mm-hmm. lashes out. Uh, do you want it to complete the sequel trilogy sentence? <laughs> I just got to ask this because everybody makes that joke. Right. The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi. No. Do you want it to complete the sentence in Never. any way? No. Oh. I've hated every meme ever tweeted to me about that. I don't know why I call me grumpy. I get grumpy every now and then. I just... I get it. I see it. That's not what they're going for. Yeah. If it does, eh, you know. Yeah. I don't think, again, it would never be intentional. There yeah. was at no point they went, all right, here's our titles. <laughs> yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Jennifer, you do not want this, right? No, it's too cutesy. You know, now mm-hmm. that I'm thinking about it, wouldn't it be kind of cool if he's, if JJ has shown a, a rough cut to George Lucas and together they came up oh. with a title? That to me would be like, mm-hmm. that's the end of the Skywalker saga, having yeah. the maker himself. Yeah. Have his hand. Yeah. Title. Star Wars Episode Nine: The Maker Approves. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a weird one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Maker has no notes. <laughs> <laughs> Two thumbs up from the Maker. <laughs> episode Nine. Uh, yeah, I understand oh, all the Force boy. Awakens jokes that that yeah. uh, came out when the title came out. I understand the Force Awakens: The Last Jedi uh, does create a sentence, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's going to or yeah. do I. I want it to uh, like <laughs> in time for breakfast. I yeah. don't want that. that no, no, I don't think there, I can't think of a good example where like, Oh, that's funny that it does that. But also, yeah. Uh, so what word or words This kind of relates to the poetry, but what specifically word or words besides the, do you think might be in the title? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds at mint mobile. We like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I, I, I go. I go to hope. Uh, I wonder. I wonder if it's okay to have Jedi to come back. I mean, it's, anything's okay, mm-hmm. uh, but I wonder if it's okay to have Jedi come back and back to back movies. Yeah, it's something powerful. But I don't. I know this isn't just the story of the Jedi, um, but that you could say that about Return of the Jedi. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. Some key. A key phrase would help. Yes, yeah. I want Menace to return. Yeah. Oh, Menace, that oh. would be interesting. Yeah, because that's chronologically yeah. in, within the galaxy. Yeah. The, the first. Menace of the Galaxy. Yeah, hope. yeah. <laughs> the obvious Menace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the clear, blatant threat Menace. Yeah. The on which we stand Menace. <laughs> Kylo Ren mm. is the Menace. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer, do you have any specific word or words? Uh, I have rises. Ooh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Returns. But not mm-hmm. return returns. Ooh, um, new and resistance because resistance seems to be everywhere, right? Which for that reason, I kind of don't want resistance in the title because it feels not diluted, right. but it just it doesn't have that that punch. Yeah, that I think you need in the title. Yeah, I think one of the things that has been difficult uh, made it difficult to predict this title is because words that would be otherwise, of course, like Jedi or last. We're both taken <laughs> in the previous film. Right. Because uh, I, I think that really throws it off. But I think maybe going along with the few things that JJ has said about wrapping it all up, which we, you were right, can have 
really taken on a lot of meaning. Yeah. His few simple words. Not that he didn't acknowledge that's part of it. Yeah. Yet, but uh, but uh, th- there's no subtlety about this is the end of the Skywalker saga. Mm-hmm. So I could see maybe destiny or fate uh, or light or new uh, because uh-huh. those are all uh-huh. kind of key Star Wars words that haven't uh, been used. But I think uh, I'm probably going to be wrong, but my biggest prediction is just Skywalker. That's what I was just going to say. Interesting. For that reason that you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. The Star Wars Episode Nine, Skywalker or Skywalkers or the I word? Just that the word Skywalker or Skywalkers might be in the title for yeah. a couple reasons. Yeah. This uh, sequel trilogy return, it seems like, I do think these decisions are creative, but these are also movies being made by a company that needs and wants to make money. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the fact that these titles are not as yeah. pulpy and they contain key words that, yeah. y- you know, the you know, the least interested in Star Wars person knows yeah. Force and Jedi right. and they know Skywalker. Yep. It, it's I'm imagining that conversation with J.J. about SEO words. Yeah, uh, <laughs> SEO words. Uh, and, and I don't uh, mean, J.J., we need yeah. to Google search these words here. Yeah, I so the, right. there's on that's on the sort of marketing side, and that's yeah. just, it's not good or bad, it's just a reality. reality. But I also feel like there's something really interesting when this has, for, for most of our lives, been the saga of Star Wars, where the Skywalkers are the ones who are really changing fate and destiny, mm-hmm. along with lots of other people, and that yeah. has expanded with Rogue One and, and Solo and all, all, all the animated shows. But now they're reowning it and saying, no, this whole saga has been about the Skywalkers. Right. So it'd be really interesting for them to kind of come full cur- full circle and say this whole story, the first one might have been called Star Wars, right. but it's really about the Skywalkers and to just own it in the title. Yeah, House Skywalker, the Skywalker family band. Uh, <laughs> that's interesting. I like that idea. Is Mark Hamill going to uh, Celebration? No, right? I, not, announced. Not, not announced. Not announced, yeah. yeah. It yeah. would be interesting. It would be interesting if the movie is called Skywalker and he's not there. Yeah. You right. know what I mean? And it's also interesting because of how he's been talking about it, The Last Jedi lately. And, you know, he's he's. I just think of him like my dad. Like, you know, yeah. they, just, they just talk and whatever. I don't think that there's any sort of like um, anything he's saying negatively about it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just, but it is interesting mm-hmm. if, if he's not a part of it. Or maybe there's a reason why he wouldn't be a part of it because yeah. it's a big reveal in the film. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I think, yeah, we're, we're going to talk a little bit in the trailer about who or what we want to see. I mm-hmm. think we can come okay. back to that. Um, do you want the title to be open for interpretation? Um, so uh, I will throw out there my opinion that, like, Return of the Jedi, I think, is still open for interpretation. Probably referencing Luke, but it could be referencing Anakin or both of them, since Jedi is plural. Mm. Uh, Phantom Menace, everybody kind of feels that that's Palpatine, but yeah. that could be Anakin and Palpatine. It could be. Right. The prophecy itself is the Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. There's wiggle room to have uh, uh, fun with them. And The Last Jedi, there was wiggle room until Ryan just said, it's, it's Luke Skywalker. <laughs> it's Luke Skywalker. We can still, as fans, go, yeah. well, is The Last Jedi, uh, was it Luke? And then he handed the baton, and now it's Ray by the end of the film is The Last Jedi. Yeah. So that's what I mean by open for interpretation. Right. Which, you, I, which I love. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually love the discussion of Last Jedi, you know, despite the 49 million YouTube videos and think pieces <laughs> on it. And I love, but I love the moment in the docu- in the documentary that, that Ryan's like, hey, Mark, this is you. It's you. You're the title. You know? Yeah. But he does hand, he does hand it over to Ray. I am the not, not, not the Last Jedi. It's very clear. So, I, but I love it. It's, it's, it's like a good rock uh, album from the 90s. New miserable <laughs> experience. You know, it's yeah. just that kind of like. Yeah, man, the spaghetti uh, incident, right? The spaghetti <laughs> incident, which uh, has, a, has a concrete meaning. Anyway, uh, but Jennifer, do, 
do you want it to be open for interpretation or do you want to feel like I know what that means exactly? I don't know if I know about what I want, but I, I'm thinking about what J, who JJ is. Uh, I mean, I think about his previous titles. Yeah. I feel like maybe that's not really his thing to leave it so open to interpretation. I'm just going back based off of like the things that he's worked on. Felicity, alias, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Star, you know, Trek. Star Trek. Into darkness yeah. right. or something. Right. Into darkness. Yeah. The force awakens. It's like, nah, that's pretty clear. Right. Yeah. Uh, I kind of feel like it, it will be a cool title, but I don't know if it's going to be so mysterious. So okay. mystery box ish. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I think, I don't know. I just kind of like them because it is some of the nature of Star Wars of, you know, that some it's for 12 year olds to figure out how to be in the world. But I think one of the lessons of ongoing lessons of Star Wars is it's not super easy. There's not always a right answer for every situation. It's mm-hmm. a different answer for each situation. So mm-hmm. there's something about that where I like, you know, you, I think it would be cool if the, the title was Skywalker and maybe in the film, as many of us have thought, like maybe... Ray is offered, you know, the title of Skywalker and right. the, the title is ambiguous of like, is this about Kylo? Or is this about Ray? Is right. this about the whole lineage? You know, right. If it's, mm. you know, if it's fate of the Skywalkers, are we still talking about Anakin and Luke within that title? That would be right. interesting to me. Right, right, yeah. Right, that, right, there you right. go. That's yeah. good. But it might just be rise of the resistance. <laughs> and we could be wrong about <laughs> Wait everything. A That's a galaxy's edge ride, right? Oh, right. Yeah. It, See, will, it will not be that. Oh. You're right. It will not be that. Right. Uh, it won't be yeah. smugglers run either, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> any yeah. kind of moving on to the, the panel and the trailer here, but any final predictions for the title? Itself. I'm, I'm jotting down some really stupid ones. Ooh, oh, good. Yeah? Good. All right, here we go. All right. Star Wars Episode Nine: A New Light. Ooh, Ooh. yeah. Star Wars Episode Nine: The Next Skywalker or The Last Skywalker. Oh, yeah. Do oh. we use just Two the last. last again? That starts to weaken it. it does. It does. Yeah. Uh, the what's fi- the next one? The last Burrito? What? Like- <laughs> the, fower, the final one. Star Wars Episode Nine. Power of the Force. <laughs> oh, my. It comes with a free coin. <laughs> okay, now I want oh, it to be that. I would love that. It's the, it's based off of the 90s figures, and uh, everybody, all of our characters have been digitally just very Buff. buffed up, like buffed that original up. line of 95. It's like American Gladiators yeah. version. Just the whole movie, you're like, Ray's traps are Wow, jeez, did you see the size on Finn? (laughs) Finn has been crunching and squatting. Jennifer, any final uh, title predictions? No, I can't wait. I mean, people have been waiting for this for, 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 it seems like forever. So it'll be nice. And then I look forward to the discussion after we learn the title. Here is my uh, last bit of, I will say, not responsible speculation. If there is, is a desire to just break the system and do something totally unexpected. What if it's one word? Ugh. What if it is, you know, Star Wars Episode Nine, Hope, or Star Wars Episode Nine, Skywalkers? I, I am on board with that. I love so, Solo, a Star Wars story. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. Board. As long as it doesn't have an exclamation point because yeah, yeah. it becomes Hope. a musical. Hope. <laughs> Star Wars Episode Nine, uh, Cats. I like Tukas. it. Goodness. <laughs> uh, all right, so we're going to move into a little bit of the uh, the trailer and the panel. So uh, the trailers for The Force Awakens had, like, I think a really clear message. Like, you look at Rogue One and, you know, a little bit of what was going on behind the scenes is, is clear of, like, it, it takes a while for the trailers to get clear. TFA uh, was super clear that Boom. Star Wars is back, mm-hmm. and just like Han and Chewie, you are home. 
mm-hmm. no ambiguity. Mm-hmm. Do you think there will be like a, a very clear, almost thematic idea like that? I, I think so. I mean, because we, we now, you know, Last Jedi was the trailer was kind of, I think the trailer was, I want to say slightly misleading, but I get it when you're seeing Ray training on the hill. And, there, you know, I get where you might take it a certain way because of our expectations. But we kept talking about there was those moments where, you know, Luke is literally saying this is not going to go the way you think. Yeah. The dark second chapter. So I think there will be a clear cut finality or whatever it might be. Yeah. To it. The finality is a great idea. Uh, Jennifer, what what do you think about that? Yeah, I think that there's going to be two clear ideas. And the first one is that the new kids, the new these are our new heroes. They are in charge. This is their story. Mm. While also simultaneously showing this is the end of the Skywalker saga since they keep saying that this is going to wrap things up. So maybe hitting those notes, I mean, we'll get into who we might see, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, hitting those notes. And I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how they're going to do that, how they would show that they're wrapping up the Skywalker saga. I don't know. Unless, well, we'll talk yeah. about the specifics later. I think the finality is a great idea. And Jennifer, I think that idea that has so clearly been, Ben, this is about the older generation teaching the newer generation. I can see that really being about that. If there are like, there's battle and there's shots of our heroes going, I don't know what to do next. Mm. You know, mm. or you know, like Poe swooping through and just being like, I, I don't know how to end this. Like almost kind of as literally as Han and Chewie said, we're home. To, uh, having the characters almost literally expressing the how, what we're thinking as the audience of like, how can this possibly all end? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. would be really, really powerful. Mm, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, what a tough task. What a tough yes. task. Yeah. Because the Skywalker saga, the end of it is is clearly a big marketing push. Like you said, Joseph, they're, they're, they're not shy. This is the end of it. Everyone from Kathleen County on down has said it. But there's still the other plot points, you yeah. know, you know, so you got to. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you know, maybe the title is, is you know, Skywalker's End. Like, yeah, yeah, that's, and maybe it ends up being a shop that Kylo Ren opens. Who knows? Um <laughs> Yeah, I, I also wonder if it just will set up the more, uh, Jennifer, as you were saying, like, um, that the new heroes are charging forward. So I wonder how much it, is it just back to super basics of raising the stakes of can the heroes win? Mm-hmm. Maybe the trailer is just setting up the expectation of how much of underdogs they are, of how right. huge the First Order is and so, how sort of smaller and underpowered the resistance is. Right. Um, or the other thought is it could be all a it could be all Kylo all the time. Huh. It could really focus if they mm-hmm. want to sell the end of the Skywalkers. It could sell that. Is there any way for him to be redeemed? Right. Yeah. I mean, the redemption of Kylo Ren's a silly title, but I yeah. can see, you know, something like that, which would be very plot specific. But yeah, uh, as far as the trailer, uh, that one message, I don't know, that's tough to get across to. Yeah. How much do you think the anything from the plot itself will be revealed? Like, you want to get any sense of the plot engine or the MacGuffin? We normally don't, especially yeah. in first trailers. We get thematic and emotional stakes. We don't get that's why they're going to planet B. Or, you know, this is the kyber crystal. One of them needs to get to win the battle. You know, like that kind of thing. I, I, I would... Uh the emotional themes presented in the last Jedi trailer are some of my favorite. Um, the real, just ambiguous nature of the Force Awakens trailer. When you look back on it, though, we always say it had more of the first, second, and third act in it than we thought at yeah. the time because we were expecting Luke to ignite the green in the third act, and yeah. the third act was Mecha Luke. But I think uh, um, I 
I, I, we, we know we always kind of tend to not want the big reveals, but I, I, I just have a feeling it will be more vague than, than the last Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. And that might be to JJ a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel that way about plot points, Jennifer? Yeah. I think that JJ with the force awakens, they really kind of, I don't want to say misled us, but they, well, and the same thing with rogue one, they put things in that were not in the movie. So I think of, I think it was the second trailer, the one with Maz, the voiceover saying, who are you? Oh, right. And yeah. I know one. That whole thing was not in the movie. Right. And not, so, uh, not directly. Yeah. Not directly. Yeah, not directly. In the, exactly. Not directly in the movie, but it told us what we needed to know about, about the character of Ray. Right. So I, I like that. Give me, give me some information, but I don't want to see everything in the trailer that's going to be in the film. Yeah. Because I was I was genuinely like, whoa, this trailer, after watching The Force Awakens, I was like, this trailer was so good at not revealing too much. Yeah. I was totally surprised in The Since Force Awakens. Since they already held a lot back, I feel like they got to be continuing on that mm-hmm. path. So I wonder if it is something where, like, you're saying that the, the uh, Maz, who are you, I'm no one, super clear and honest thematically, but the rest of it sort of cut together to confuse. Like, right. I remember some of the predictions about, like, Oh, it looks like the Falcon's going to be destroyed because the way it was cut together with other explosions. Right. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if it, it is going to show like there's going to be a lot of action. Mm-hmm. There's blasters, there are explosions, but they're cut together in ways that are almost on purpose meant to confuse us. Exactly. That would I be like pretty that. cool. I think I think the key too in watching these trailers is is we've learned now with four of them, including the standalones, is is to. Find the emotional themes they're trying to let you. They're telling you what the story is about. You. Yeah. Um, no, you know, no fault of anyone, but you know, solo. Like, was that Boba Fett's ship in it? We, I think, we have fun digging into that stuff, but really, it's the themes they're trying to tell you, and that's what we should be focusing on. And I mm-hmm. think we're excited for. I'm yeah. excited to get the theme in a way. To me, that's the gift of the Last Jedi that set up a lot more ambiguity mm-hmm. about what this movie could be. Right. Because some of the, the standard things already happened in mm-hmm. Last Jedi. All right, let's get into the actual, what do we want to see? Yeah. Because we have been talking big picture. Let's go granular. Uh, do you want to or think we will see Leia in the trailer? Because oh. that's, uh, I mean, that's <laughs> oh. if you want to deliver a yeah. huge emotional reaction, obviously that. But then there's the, do you really want to hold it back? And then even the bigger one of like, do we want to let this movie be the new generation's movie mm-hmm. with only a slight uh, salt and pepper of the older generation. I love the seasoning and I love salt and pepper. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ken has had uh, coffee and is very yeah, hungry. Yeah, I, I actually, oh, starving. I love the um, Lowry seasoning. Myself. Lowry's, I got oh, some Lowry so seasoning. Good. Oh, yeah. Uh, Crushed red pepper. I, I've gone <laughs> back and forth in my own head several times. Like if, if if Luke's in this movie as a Force ghost, that should be a in movie reveal, and I think that'll be the case. Maybe his voice or something like that. But as far as Leia, because we know she's going to be featured more prominently than we th- probably thought she ever could. We know how they accomplished it or are trying to accomplish it. So do you soothe us a little bit and go, hey, here it's going to work? Yeah, it's going to work. I d- I don't want it to be a scene. Maybe it's a shot. Okay. Ah, there you go. At the end. That's mm, good. I like that. Yeah, quick montage. Jennifer, would you want that? I like that because yeah. I, I think that her scene or scenes are going to be short and I don't want to get caught up and well, oh, when was this shot? And you know what I mean? Like, I don't mm-hmm. want that. I want it to just give me a feeling. And I think just seeing her is enough. Yeah. Just yeah. see just having her presence be there. A reminder that she's there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, do you want to see Ray's lightsaber? 
Because that's just like a fun, obviously, we did a whole episode about it. That's a really yeah. fun thing we've been debating, but it, it also could be a big reveal moment in the film. Mm. Lightsaber reveals in, in Star Wars trailers are a thing, right? We, yeah. Going, going back, uh, you know, to you know Luke Skywalker's uh, uh, lightsaber in the uh, Jedi, Return of the Jedi trailer, trailer inspired me as a young fan, uh, Darth Maul. Darth Maul just blew people's minds. Kylo Ren's massive point of discussion. And all those things happen in the movie in moments where it feels like in a world where we didn't watch trailers, this would be a huge moment. Exactly. So I... I so I, I I do love all the big reveals being in the movie when I'm in the theater, but there's been so much discussion about it. It would be cool if it's if it's different. If it's if she just has rebuilt a blade and it's a blue lightsaber and yippy skippy, I'm happy with that in way as a sto- in, in the story. But in a trailer, that's where we get our double sided yellow magenta, you know, okay. spinny yeah. blade. You know, <laughs> if, if she's got something really cool and different, show it off now. Right. Okay, yeah. show it off now. Yeah, just show the new and the exciting. Yeah. And then yeah. we'll start buying those toys. Yeah. Jennifer, how do you feel about that? I like that because I think that that's what we got with Kylo Ren. It was like, what is that? But then I also think if they don't show it, then there is a reason why they're not showing it. So then my mind goes, well, what's the reason? And maybe it's a, a large part of the story. Mm. So then I'm like, oh, what's that going to be like? So uh, I kind of like the idea of them just putting it out there. Here's what it looks like. You know, whether it's some crazy looking thing or (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Why not? Yeah. The hilt looks like a porg. (laughs) Carved like a porg. (laughs) Carved like a porg. (laughs) The blade comes out of the the porg's mouth. (laughs) Porg's mouth is open. Or its eye. Ray was inspired by what almost happened on Octu. That's what I want to make at Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. (laughs) A a porg blade. Yeah, I'll be like, oh, actually, I I made my own hilt. Instead of that, just give me the crystal. Classic, it just goes. Wow, wow, yeah. I think I lean towards the big reveal because that it gives us fodder. If there, then if there's like there is some scene where way in the background Ray is blurry, then it's going to be months of of analyzing what do we see, do we what do we not see? Is that Yoda on the hill? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Is that Yoda on the rock? Right, that was a big thing. And I look, there was about a day that I was like, it's Yoda. Yeah, me too. It's a Yoda statue. Mm -hmm. I apologize to everyone. Oh boy. Uh, Not to just keep being marketing guy, but there's also like uh, Ray is one of the main characters of this trilogy, if not the main character. And there's action figures, there are books. I kind of just want them to be able to be emblazoned with her weapon. (gasps) Yeah, totally. You know what I just realized? And we're not going to go into specifics, but in the poster, doesn't she have a lightsaber? That that leaked poster that we were talking about? Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we haven't uh, talked talked about that. We're not going to talk about it here because this is spoilers. Uh, potentially, if it's if it's accurate, if it's yeah. Accurate. Oh right, if we're it's hearing, accurate. We're, yeah. It, okay, never mind. I'm, I take we're it hearing, back. We're hearing you a guys, lot of uh, clip art testing. That's the, yes. Okay, I, I'm wiping yes. your memory. Hey, there are hey, many. Bob, <laughs> what do you think about this one? Yeah, there are many possibilities in that poster. Yes. Right. Uh, okay. Good it could point. be simply yes. for composition, but not for content. You're yes. right. Okay. Uh, that makes me okay. feel better. Okay. Good. Yeah. Exactly. But also, uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to say that because it would anyway. Mm-hmm. We're gonna move on. We're all <laughs> we're all pretty much a yes on on Ray's lightsaber. I think just so. put that. Just, yeah, I and think I, I'm in the camp of like yeah. revealing that Mark Hamill is in the cast of just like just put that one to bed. There's right. plenty yeah, of other yeah. things for us to speculate and have fun with. Just put that one to bed because it's yeah. too 
It's too distracting to dodge around it. And, and, yeah. and, and it's not a cynical take that hey, it's market relating. But no, get, give it some blade and then have f- several months of Ray's new lightsaber being a thing. Yeah, exactly. that's good. Absolutely. Uh, how about the Knights of Ren? I want to see the Knights of Ren. Yeah. I, I'm kind of obsessed with them. I don't, and not really obsessed because I would be doing more research and I know a lot more about them, but I just think that they're cool. And I just want to see them. <laughs> yeah. I just want a glimpse. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. a little glimpse. I feel like, I mean, we, we have had a little glimpse, and it's from J.J.'s movie, right? Right, So right. I feel like if they're in the trailer, that is also another just uh, let's move the, the conversation forward right. moment of, like, look, remember those guys from that vision? They're in this movie. Mm-hmm. And also... They're going to dance. Then, then you're ready to sell your two packs of, three packs of <laughs> Knights of Ren oh as well. Oh, my yeah. So cool. Uh, and they're just, yeah, I want them to be in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like... Yeah, put them in the trailer. I do want them to be in the movie. Uh, put them in the trailer. Maybe you, you come up on uh, seven of them standing there, and then Ray just cuts them all down, and they're dead. And, and, uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. With their new lightsaber. Yeah, I, I know, I know, I know. I just didn't miss them in eight, but I'm looking forward to see what they might mean in nine. Yeah. And so, yeah, right. give me a taste. Okay, cool. cool. Especially, sorry, if it's, if it's poetry to that vision that we know. Oh, yeah. It's in the rain yeah. And maybe, oh, we're going to get that answer. Yeah, oh, totally, totally. Yeah, on board for that. yeah, yeah. Interesting, interesting. Uh, any other specifics you want to see? Do we want to see Luke? Do we want to see any um, blatant uh, uh, callbacks to the prequels, other callbacks? Anything else you want to see? I think what I really want to see, I don't want to see Luke. Uh, no, if, there, if Vader's in it, that was really cool in the Force Awakens trailer. I don't need that now, even, even if it's factored in. I want uh, Billy D. Williams, I want Lando to have a moment. Okay, you that, want the Lando uh, surprise. Yeah, I want the oh, Lando. Okay. We know he's in it. We know it's not a surprise, not a cameo, right? So let's just have that shot and have an entire theater and an entire Star Wars fandom go, just Lando! lose their mind at yeah. whatever awesome outfit uh, yeah. Billy D. Williams is wearing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, two things I want. I want BB-8 being his adorable BB-8 self. <laughs> just need a little bit of him. And I, I want to see creatures. You, you got to yeah. give me something. Oh, yeah. I, I don't care what it is. I really would hope that maybe it's like a, it's not going to be a main character. But I don't know. Just give, give me some creatures. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm Yeah, I'm good on that. Uh, I'd love to see a Porg. Oh, sure. Uh, I think that would be fun. Um, I think we're, I didn't really put him in this list because I think we're going to see all of our main heroes. I think it's going to communicate like, well, the baton has been passed. So what are Ray, Poe, Finn, Rose, what are they going to do mm-hmm. with it? Uh, and I would like the pork to be a part of that <laughs> that crew. Yeah, uh, I'm on board. The pork could actually be the new like <laughs> pet of Chewy. Yeah, like, on the shoulder. Pork, uh, pork has a cape and a monocle, <laughs> and it's like now it's like in charge. <laughs> but if it's uh, on the Falcon with Lando, and it's got the Lobot uh, headgear. Oh my on. gosh! <laughs> yes, sir. It's amazing. Uh, all right. So, uh, oh, uh, the one thing I was going to mention because I hadn't thought of it, uh, Jennifer. You said something about uh, voiceover from. Maz. From from Maz. Yeah, Maz. And from Luke, too. Yeah. I think, yeah, I was thinking I don't want Luke in the trailer because I think there is a possibility that there isn't a ton of Luke, that he just Mm -hmm. appears as a Force ghost in a pivotal moment and helps Ray. And I kind of don't want to see that. But I could see it be really interesting in that ambiguous way to hear his voice. Uh Is that actual dialogue of him giving advice to Ray or is it just trailer? Right. Content the right. same way we heard that the force is strong in my family in that one. Oh, right, right, right. That'd be cool. Uh, so at that last Jedi panel, we got really clear info on Rose in particular, and we haven't talked a lot about the panel because if the 
trailer in the title at the end, they got a panel to fill. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, and JJ's got to say something. So, if he does just give more information about an actor and the character they're playing, who do you want to know about? Uh, Naomi Aki yeah. is the is the first one that comes to mind because yeah. someone like Richard E. Grant, I think it's it's probably not going to be a huge role. Might be pivotal, but I don't think it's going to be huge. And I think she seems to have of all the new cast members, maybe the most on her plate. Yeah, mm-hmm. someone a little more there. Right, I agree, and I know that she said that she had she had scenes with Finn and I think Ray. Interesting. Yeah, she said that in an interview. Um, so I think she's definitely going to be the big the big uh, new cast member that we hear from. And I also think we may get a little bit from Carrie Russell. Yeah. She may be at Celebration, especially because she's she's buddies with JJ. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. So why not? But if, yeah. they, if again, if we don't get any information on her, well, then we know that she's going to be something. Yeah. Something pivotal. Yeah. Or nothing. Or nothing. <laughs> right. Or exactly. Or yeah. just like, you know, yeah. one scene. Or something like that's super cool, like Laura Santeca, Max yeah. Van Saito. But oh, it's like, right. I mean, it's kind of cool, but it's just he hands the MacGuffin to Poe on a, on a narrative functional level. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Church of the Forest is cool. But um, yeah, I, Naomi Aki for sure. Uh, maybe Carrie Russell. And I agree. And my instinct is just not Richard E. Grant. I think whatever yeah. he's playing is, if not, like, he's, I don't think he's like Darth Plagueis. I, I doubt sure. he is Thrawn, but I think there might be just something a little bit more plot mechanic about him. Yeah. 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 Cool. Uh, this, we, we try to stay positive on, on uh, Force Center, but this is diving into the, the possibility of darkness, which we have mm-hmm. to face as Star Wars fans. Yeah. Do you think the, the, the trailer in the title will be enough to start a debate on the movie itself, or do you think this will be a moment where, fans will just be united in being excited about the new information. D- does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, it does. I mean, because yep. there has been kind of like a, a <laughs> lot of people battling, yeah. uh, I think, for wanting to see the Star Wars that they want to see. And Star Wars is many things to many people. You're not going to please everyone. Mm-hmm. But but maybe you will just when like, here's right. just the right. beginning. This is just the first step. You don't right. even know yet if it's going to be too repetitive or Return of the Jedi for you. You don't know if it's going to be too this or too that for you. It's just the... New Star Wars. I, I do believe it's going to create a lot of excitement from a lot of camps, uh, and that's I'm looking forward to that. And and the and the feeling there at Celebration is going to be so positive. Yes, because um, here's the thing: the truth about trailers is it's an art form. Yes, and they always look generally good, unless it's some you know January action schlock fest, and you're like, well, that one's going to be bad. But <laughs> these big, they all look good. You know, uh, I have no true opinions. Um, about Suicide Squad, uh, either way, I, I'm not a huge DC follower. I, I you know, I enjoyed Wonder Woman; it's my favorite so far. I haven't seen Sh- Shazam, but those Suicide Squad trailers, I really enjoyed them. Yeah. I mean, to hear what it was, so I think trailers are an art form, and they're made to make everything look good. So I think this is going to cause excitement, but there is going to be that immediate see last. They're doing this because of Last Jedi negativity that it's going to bring us all down if you if you choose to focus on that. Yeah. So you just think you think that conversation will be there that the the compare contrast between Force Awakens and Last Jedi and that uh, some fans really thinking that that Episode Nine might pull something in a different direction. That discussion is right. going to be there regardless of the content of the trailer. Call me cynical, or have just we've all worked with this since yeah. the last <laughs> five years. They're going to start pulling whatever they want out of it to see here's my video on why JJ right. tried to stab Ryan in an alley and he, sh- this movie proves it. You and you're talking about people, not just who have opinions, but people who are s- spending time either making content yes. or being on Twitter all day, actively being actively. angry. And right. I think that's the one 
It's different than just having an opinion. Yes, and and, and there's going to be some discussions that are that are healthy and this and that. And oh, the Knights are right or there. That means we're going back to what we got in Force Awakens. Those are all healthy, good conversations. I'm, I think I'm just dreading a little bit yeah. of, of of that on the other side of it. Okay, you know. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling about this, Jennifer? I what I've learned, especially recently, is that there are two worlds. There are the majority of Star Wars fans, majority of just movie fans, or people of pop cult people who like pop culture, and we're going to have discussions and and debates about what we think about this trailer. And I think overwhelmingly is going to be positive because people love Star Wars. Uh, there might be some questions, you know. Well, I don't know about that. That's great. That's mm-hmm. what being a Star Wars fan is about. What I've realized is, like you're saying, Ken, is that there are some people that are on Twitter and specifically on YouTube where they actually, this is their job. Their job is to hate and to nitpick and to pull things for their own agenda because their videos are monetized and so they get money. Yeah, it's becoming more and more clear to the general public that that is the better way to get views on the the current YouTube algorithm, right? Unfortunately, that YouTube is pushing those things. Even if you love Star Wars and you watch a positive Star Wars video, you'll get five negative anti-Star Wars videos that pop up as recommended. It's it's crazy. So knowing that, and I don't even know half the time some of those people believe what they're saying, but they have to find things that they don't like. So they're going to use this trailer to, for their hate-filled videos. Right. But I remind myself, that's that's not my concern. That's their, you know, they're going to be themselves over there. What I'm more interested in seeing, you know, the overwhelmingly, the people that I meet at the grocery store that see my Star Wars shirt and are like, oh, what'd you think of the latest trailer? That's what I look yeah, forward to. Yeah, and the discussions of, oh, we saw the, them for a second. Do you think that was the Knights of the Ren? What do you think that means? Yeah, that is exciting and health, healthy. It's yeah. the, it's the uh, your focus determines your reality. People who have decided, I want to be angry. Yeah, right, that will, exactly. Yeah, I think that's, that's, a, that's a great way to, to look at it. Yeah, I think there's going to be just an overwhelming excitement, certainly at Celebration, which is great at creating that atmosphere. Um, And then I think there will always, always be snark about the title. And I mean, not hate, I mean snark. I mean, even if it's a beautiful title, people just love, I'm probably going to make a joke about the title. I'll try to make one that's not tearing it down. But like, it's always fun to just have fun, you know, with with the title. So I think that will happen no matter what. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Heading towards the end of this discussion about the trailer, the panel, the title. Uh, one more question about the trailer itself. How much do you think this trailer will be exciting adventure versus a little bit more weight about the end of the Skywalker saga? Mm. Because, I mean, part of this is that with some of, some of the issues kind of taken care of, there's in Last Jedi, there's a lot of room for just this getting back to a little bit more pulse-pounding cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Our our heroes are having battles. They're having adventures. Right. So the trailer could be a little bit more just like, look at all these exciting things that are happening. Or it could lean a little bit more to, you know, this has been a, a battle that's been going on for centuries, decades, yeah. coming to a close, you know. It's a great question. Do you have any thoughts on the Jedi? I have a, I have a, I have a long explanation. I'm going to try to shorten oh, right okay. now in my head. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think it's going to balance that beautifully. I think that that's what JJ is so good at. And what JJ is really great at showing, and I'm sure his trailer people will be as well, is heart. Conveying the heart yeah. and soul, not just of the characters, but getting to us, the Star Wars fans and the audience. And that, I think, is what I what I look forward to is they're going to show us excitement and they're going to show us the weight, but in the end it's going to be about 
the 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 feeling that we all get of this ah. Oh. Because remember, JJ, one of the things that JJ said was, I think he told Ash, you know, what she was like, what do you what do you want fans to feel? And he's like, I want fans to feel satisfied. Yeah, you know. So that's what I, th- I think he wants for us after watching this trailer. Satisfaction of the Skywalkers. Mm-hmm. Final title prediction. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Not really. <laughs> these, these, ba- these bad titles are great. I like them. Um, Jen, great stuff. You kind of uh, got me thinking about it. Again, going back to the art from the trailers, go back to the Empire Strikes Back trailer with Harrison Ford just going, and now the new adventures. Uh, Luke, there's uh, Han, Leia. Um, oh the modern era of trailers in Star Wars have been wonderful. And, if, and in the prequel trailers, I actually really love too. But yeah. uh, the modern version. And, and what you're talking about here, Joseph, the question you asked, we know the way to the end is coming. So I want some foreboding... You know, I keep talking about how I want a Star Wars version of the Return of the King, Battle of Minas Tirith. Like, yeah. we are on the eve of war. I want that, but Star Wars has hope and has joy and has all those things. So going into Game of Thrones Season 8, we are getting the the Night King's Army is coming type of marketing, yeah. which is great. But Game of Thrones, we know, is probably going to end with a lot of people we love dead. We don't think Star Wars is that. Yeah. So what the great, the trailers so far going to The Force Awakens, they always have the adventure, this and that. And there's that moment where they use William's music in some way, shape or another to convey the emotions. And that's where you yeah. pull in yep. the Luke and Leia theme or the, you know, the, I'm thinking of The Force Awakens one, uh, a little bit of the, the Rogue One, the dun, 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 and they start pulling all these type of like themes we know. Um, reworking them, the last Jedi one, the 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 last uh, uh, the one that that it's not quite in the movie, but uh, it's the one I walk out to with the Schmodown one. It's a trailer only, yeah. And the music, because that's what John does, conveys kind of the hope beneath it. So yeah. even if it is the final battle, the end of the Skywalker's, some st- sad things are coming. Hear to that, hear that hope rise up from above. That's what I think we're going to get because they've delivered that every time, mm. even even Solo. Even rock and roll solo trailer has yeah. had that at the end. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I hope. I think so. Interesting. I think that's a really great way to say it. I think it's gonna be like seventy mm, percent adventure. Yeah. And then, like you're saying, Ken, kind of raising the stakes for our heroes, and then kind of the bottom dropping out of will they succeed? Can they succeed? What will it mean? Right. And ending on those beats of, of weightiness and. And hope, mm-hmm. you know, because that is what gets your fist pumping if you set up, oh, wow, things are rough for right. our heroes. Can they? You know, yeah. can they make it to the end? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so final question is, do you think this trailer will make us tear up? I'm crying right now. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. I get too excited. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Unless it's like Leia or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It always does. It always does, and I don't know why. I think it's just in my bones from being a child. It just like it literally transports me to being that kid again, and I always am like, I can't believe we're getting another Star Wars movie. I thought that it was over when I was a kid. <laughs> so there's just so much nostalgia wrapped up, as well as the emotion that these trailers uh, bring out in all of us. It's just, oh, God. Yeah. I love it. It's an art form. Yeah. Oh. I think there is a. I think there's a at least a fifty percent. Uh, this is a tearjerker trailer. If the, and this is such a weird analogy. If it plays up the high school graduation of it, <laughs> the way the Force Awakens had Time the goes on. your home, yeah. and if this one has the like 
all, you know, oh, g- g- what if, yeah. I mean, we're going to talk about it later, but what if there's like a voiceover for Shmi of like, you can't stop the change. If, if you get the sense of the trailers, like <sighs> we're acknowledging this has been a part of your life. If you're six or 60, this has been a part of a huge amount of your life. And this chapter is closing. Aye, aye, aye. These have been the times <laughs> of Skywalker's lives. Oh my gosh. Like that, I think might be the most powerful. The jokes aside that I, I just made, but the high school graduation <laughs> theme is that's really interesting to me. It's the the feeling of being infinite in that moment of of growth and change and fear of that next yeah. of the next chapter. But you know you've gotten gone through something. That's a good theme. I hope that's there. JJ, please yeah. get on your. Get on your final draft or your, your, your <laughs> final cut. Get on final cut right now. And final cut that. Well, I, I think no matter what it'll be, I think the trailer is going to be good because I think JJ cares and I think he is a master. Mm-hmm. He does. He does. He does. Thank you for leading us through that. Wow. I cannot believe our answers are just a day or two away, depending on when you're listening. It's going to be fun, exciting. And yeah, we're going to be doing recaps and yes, our main show might be delayed a little bit next week by half a day or a day, but we're going to take it all in and, and, and be there with you. You can follow us on Twitter. We'll tell you where later to get some uh, fun things and just celebrate along with us. Right now, though, we like to go to our audience questions. We like to take four or so at the uh, every show here. and We go uh, out uh, to this fan, Mark. Bedinghaus. Am I saying that even close? Uh, it could be Bedinghaus. Yeah, Bedding, Bedinghaus. 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 If it were my name, I would want it to be Bedinghaus because that sounds awesome. Mark, <laughs> I apologize. I saw the ding. It's kind of like that P and Z in Napsock. <laughs> Bedinghaus is my new name for you and your family. <laughs> <laughs> it absolutely could be that too. Bettinghouse. As it's always, better. we right. are not great at names. I'm embarrassed as if Mark is here right now. Uh, Mark Rope, <laughs> help me understand how the fandom thinks Kylo is beyond redemption, but somehow Anakin can be redeemed after basically killing Padme, younglings, ton of Jedi, and more. Seems a bit hypocritical to me. Mm-hmm. Smile face, keep up the good work. Uh, Mark Bettinghouse. <laughs> Bettinghouse. Bedinghouse. <laughs> We got some good thoughts. You got a great question. It's uh, it's been on my mind too because I don't know the answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, I think for a long time in Star Wars discussion, maybe because Lucas probably used it in interviews, we've used that word redemption for Anakin Skywalker. Uh, and as uh, listener fan uh, patron Kai Thatch pointed out in his uh, Power of the Light side yep. that we did last week, that I think maybe sometimes uh, redemption isn't the right actual dictionary different w- definition word for what we're talking about yeah uh it, it is that moment of m- making a different choice yeah uh, and that's what we talk about with anakin and then he we don't know exactly what happens to anakin we know that he is a shimmery and blue on endor and beyond that we don't know yeah. uh if he if he sort of exists within the force to uh maybe uh <laughs> go on an apology tour yeah. or do anything <laughs> to be truly yeah you know Redeemed, apologized, uh, you know, apologized, forgiven, uh, all that. So I feel like the, the that question is, Kylo's been resisting the light. Is it going to come down to his fingers on the button of a super weapon? Or mm-hmm. he's got the lightsaber to raise head. Does he make a good choice in the moment? Yeah, the poetry of, of sacrifice, self-sacrifice, like, like Vader 
that moment, Jen. Yeah, I I totally agree, Mark. It is hypocritical. And it wasn't until more recent years, because the whole younglings thing, well, we didn't see it. So I could just, all right, it's, it's mm-hmm. not good. It's not good. But when we saw in Rogue One him actually being this monster, I was like, oh, uh, I'm crossing my arms. Mm-hmm. I, that does not sit well with me. I cannot say that he is redeemed. I think Kai said it well last week. Yeah, It's a choice. And so, and I, I do not believe that Kylo can be redeemed in that sense. I think he's going to have to make a choice. Yeah. We, you know, we will not forgive. I mean, well, well we won't forget. Uh, we won't forget. We forgive, won't forget. not forget. It's exactly. A, I think that's a fair way to go through life. Yeah. Yes. I think there's been, there's some demands on the, on modern storytellers to uh, deal stuff. You know, I, I look at TV and the, the shades of gray that HBO shows of all kinds, not just Game of Thrones, but Sopranos and all stuff. Mm. Um, uh, you know, I think of like FX show Sons of Anarchy. There was, oh, uh, yeah. you know, tough, rough and tough characters. But you, you get we 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 kind of want our story, storytellers to have these layers that make sense. And they're real. And I think George was writing in a different era and just the idea of he did all these bad things, but made a choice at the end to, to be better. And, and, and therefore, yeah, he was redeemed. But yeah, now we know and they've handled it well. We're not. <laughs> I think Luke knew that. <laughs> and yeah, knew that. And that's about it. Everyone else was like, "Oh, that guy was uh, that guy was a jerk." Um, <laughs> so I don't think. Yeah, I think the I, I, I understand what you're saying, Mark. I, I, the fact that we can't even have the conversation, you know, and we can, um, but uh, the, Kylo could do something. And just because he killed Han and uh, and blew up planets, and yep, so did Vader. But it won't be a big party at the end. Yeah, right. Yeah, come on, have a piece of cake, Kylo. We destroyed the First Order. Thanks for your help. I'm sure we'll talk about it a lot more, but just because I was curious, uh, I pulled up the actual dictionary definition of redemption. One, the action of saving or being saved from sin, error, or evil. So it is this, like, much larger idea. And I think the way we use it, Mm -hmm. just kind of in culture, it suggests you are saved. And I think that's that important distinction of, like, you made one good choice, but that doesn't mean... Right. Everything's forgiven, forgotten. Yeah, it's right. got more religious undertones. I, I remember right. that in now. Mythic, yeah. which makes mythic, sense to Lucas. Right. Or the second definition is the action of regaining or gaining possession of something in exchange for payment or clearing a debt, which I don't think <laughs> is the kind of redemption we're talking about. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Kylo Ren clears his loan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mark, thanks for that there. Jared Beasley writes, what do you think is the most likely medium for the story of Sabine and Ahsoka searching for Ezra? There's more options this week than there were even last week with that Dooku story, that audio book, oh, that yeah. audio kind of presentation. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, Jen, how do you want to see this story well, or hear this story? That's kind of cool. I like yeah. that audiobook mm-hmm. uh, idea because I was going to say definitely like a, a YA novel would be, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think, the most likely. I don't know. I don't know what Dave Filoni's got up his sleeve. Yeah. Yeah. I would absolutely say animated series and i think animated series is still uh the most likely but i think the key thing about this is unless something changes within lucasfilm this is going to be feloni's story to tell yeah so i think it's going to be animation but i think he's also made noise himself about wanting to do live action and he's also made noise about how he's cast voice actors so they could always play themselves mm-hmm. on screen so i think mm. there is a possibility that maybe right now dave feloni is going hey could i do that uh live action disney plus yeah yeah, they'll be they'll be really interesting. I know we a lot of people, uh, you know, obviously we go to Ashley Eckstein and Ahsoka, but Tia Sakar and um, Taylor Gray, I mean, uh, really kind of came to their own as performers. I really love Tia Sakar's work too. So uh, it could work. Uh, I, I I think I'd be open to a YA novel. That would be great. 
we read them. Uh, uh, the, the audiobook kind of radio drama style yeah. would be interesting. I just think anything short of an animated show, fans are going to be disappointed because not not a live action wouldn't be disappointed. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but uh, that kind of storytelling because we're so used to all these characters playing in that realm. So yeah. right. it'll be the tough thing. I think that's the the most likely. Yeah, yeah, and you're right. And these are especially Ahsoka. That is that is Dave's ball, and he doesn't want you to play with it. <laughs> uh, Patreon questions. We always take a couple from our Patreon supporters. We'll tell you how to support a little bit later on. Tim Van Newland writes: This sequel movies have always always have had. Quote, Road to the Force Awakens or Last Jedi. Do you think that the Mandalorian will be use, also use this kind of branding with new reference books, novels, comics, and such? This is the Force Friday stuff, which we didn't have as much for Solo, we know. And it was a little, Last Jedi was a little muted to me, especially compared to Force Awakens. But we're getting that triple Force Friday thing, yep. right? Uh, Joseph, do you want a complete, total, branded Road to <laughs> Kylo Pays His Debts? Uh, Mandalorian I certainly well. want a, a, a uh, Road to the satisfaction of the Skywalkers or whatever uh, the title is. Uh, not that. Um, I don't think just time-wise the merchandise in content for Mandalorian will be road to. Right. Because Triple Force Friday is October 4th. Right. Mm-hmm. And it seems like that's probably the day that uh, Jedi Fallen Order is going to drop. Right. Ah. So to me, that the whole question of what is the Mandalorian content gets to when is Disney Plus actually launching right. in his Mandalorian there from the day. Right. Because I feel like there is a possibility maybe a week earlier the Mandalorian mm. in Disney Plus launches. Right. And then you get you, you just got Mandalorian action figures. You just got a supplemental book. Yeah. All sorts of stuff. So I don't think it'll be Road 2, but they've announced there's going to be content. Going to be content. Yeah, Road 2 seems unlikely as well because it's just so much. It's up against you know, Episode 9 and this and that. But I, I would love a you know good visual dictionary where you can get a lot of yeah, maybe John Favreau already wrote a novelization of his <laughs> season of television. I wrote this too, <laughs> uh, Jen. You're you're uh, you're on there with us, that too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm because I'm thinking the Galaxy's Edge books and things like that are oh, happening yeah. now ish, or going to be the happening road soon. to the line to Galaxy's Edge, <laughs> right? So we're getting those that push. The then, road to the lottery to the line. <laughs> then we're getting the road to episode nine, mm-hmm. uh, something. Then we'll get the Force Friday thing. So what I think they're going to do is they're going to release the Mandalorian books and things like that in 2020. Mm, mm. So after, like, you know, now explore the story of the Mandalorian. (laughs) Yeah, so I can see, yeah, stuff that dives into into any sort of content. Right. Right, which is kind of what the question is. But I think you're going to be able to buy Mandalorian T-shirts, action figures, whatever, on October 4th. On Force Friday, for sure. Triple Force Friday. Yes, definitely. Mando helmets. <laughs> Especially for the forthcoming Jedi versus Mandalorian movie series that Joseph just correctly predicted. Yeah, in our, uh, our our flannel Mandalorian, our Flandalorian. <laughs> Flandalorian. <laughs> Winner. Final thought today comes from Alden Diaz, and it's a great one. I think a lot about the Shmi Skywalker line. You can't stop change any more than you can stop the suns from setting. It almost feels like this was an intentional uh, portent of the future, a f- a future behavior of the Skywalker men. Anakin, Luke, Kylo all share this as a central character struggle. What do you think of this as a bit of foreshadowing? What are some other examples of foreshadowing or, or connective thematic stuff that you enjoy in Star Wars? That's great stuff, Alden. Great stuff. Yeah. I, I love mm-hmm. uh, Shmi Skywalker as a character. There's a lot there. And uh, What do you think about this? I think this is absolutely 100% total on-purpose foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Uh, having just rewatched The Phantom Menace again, you know, I think it's one of the things that I continue to love about the prequels. Luke has had really clear ideas about how this idea that 
fear of loss, not being able to let go, clinging to things is unhealthy for you and can lead to bad things as it does. So I think Shmi, Anakin's mother, giving him this vice. And she says a little earlier in the scene, like, it's, you know, it's time to let go. And let go is not, if you trace the words let go through the entire mm -hmm. history of Star Wars, it's not subtle that that's mm -hmm. the idea. Yeah. That I mean, Obi-Wan tells that to Luke, you know, when he's blowing up the Death Star. So I think that's absolutely on purpose, and I think it's it's one of the things that makes uh, all of Star Wars so thematically rich. And cool to see Kylo doing a twisted version of it, where, yeah. like, I'm trying to let go of everything by killing it all. Right. Like, that's not what we mean. That's not what Shmi meant. Destroy the past, which was, uh, you kill the past, destroy it if you have to, was so, I think, misinterpreted by a lot of just general audiences. I think because of the trailer. Uh, a little bit, you know, for, yeah. where, where it's like, oh, see, they're trying to tell us, kill the hero. No, 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 no. It was, cut. you just, a twisted version of that. Yeah. Yeah, change, you can't stop change. It's healthy, you got to change, you got to adapt. But, like, there's lessons to be learned. There's that, and Kylo just, burn it all. Yeah, kill burn everything it that isn't me, because it'll yeah. make you feel sad. Yeah, that's not what Shmi was saying. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jen? Yeah, that's really well said. I, I mean, I think that... Um, there's two things, two themes that always are running through Star Wars, and one is the destiny, right? Mm. But there's also what we talked about, change, the possibility of change, the possibility that anyone has the choice to be a hero if they make the right choices yeah. in life. That, for me, is what I always, you know, as a kid, I always loved the idea of destiny. Oh, I'm destined for something. But now, as an adult, I'm like, you know what? No, I like the idea that I can change whatever I want. I have yeah. the power within me. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't have to be my destiny. I don't have to be a Skywalker to be a hero. Yeah. yeah. And also just that, I, that it is a comforting idea to not be ruled by fear because it's mm -hmm. so easy to be uh, afraid of change. And when I look back mm -hmm. at my own life and some of the choices that I regret, it's because I'm trying to control this thing that's going to happen and right. I should just go like well just turn the page and it'll be something good on the next page too mm -hmm. let it go uh, there's a lot of yeah. that that's a lot of Kylo's anchors I think fear of fear of other things so you're going to try to control what you can in this moment and it's burning it down yeah uh, I think there's a great peace and you can't stop to change so just enjoy what's going on too Yoda talking about be you know mindful where you are uh, what you're doing that's kind of what he wants Luke to learn right like things are going to happen but don't forget about right now you can't control that you can yeah. control here uh, and, and there's the destiny in Star Wars so maybe she's even telling Anakin, no, oh, don't worry, you're going to be bad. There's nothing you can do. <laughs> but it's great. And hey, we talk about it often here uh, on Force Center. It's one of our favorite little things. We talk about speculating responsibly, and it's fun to, to play with that term a lot. But the emotional canon of the modern Star Wars era, which connects to the things we love, Clone Wars and the prequels, it is very much there. You just have to roll up your sleeves and, and like Maz told Ray in a deleted scene, it's calling to you. Let it in. Yeah, it's yeah. There. How do you feel about the, the second part of Alden's question? Because I, th I want to acknowledge it of, of other examples of that. Are there other things that are meaningful to you? In in, in Star Wars in general? Or yeah, about that, that kind of foreshadowing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> There's a lot of meaningful stuff. Uh, everything from hot dogs oh, to yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some um, pepper, apparently. Uh, but other other moments like that that are, yeah, that I, when you look, they kind of just flow past you. But then when you look back on them, they're weightier. I think a lot of stuff with Leia, I go to what she, uh, the character was, uh, even, even if it was a little bit of a mistake from Lucas, no hope of just not giving her enough in those moments to deal with Alderaan and everything, the strength and, and the foreshadowing there that runs through the rebellion storyline. It all kind of comes from her and there's great loss along the way, but she can't stop. Yeah. Doesn't have the time to stop. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I go back and I think now I eat, I see all these moments and it and they do so well with the character of Leia, which is which is why I love the 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 eyes of Leia staring out on Crate. Like that's a weighted moment to me of of all that comes to that all her journey comes to that moment for me. Yeah, so I like a little foreshadowing there. Yeah. How about you, Jennifer? Good. Oh gosh, I, I, I don't, I don't know. Actually, uh, I <laughs> thought I answered it. Uh, you did well, A plus. <laughs> you, you did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I got. I don't know. I can't think about uh, foreshadowing. Gosh, I really need to do like a, a marathon of one through six. <laughs> no, no, no. To really connect no. it all. Yeah. Well, there's, there's foreshadowing in, in the porgs and the Ewoks. You That's know. right. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Creatures will help you. The porgs are going to win the day. Call in an army of porgs. Uh, yeah. You, sir. The focus uh, determines your reality. You know, yeah. it, one of the few things that Qui Gon, as as sort of pseudo master to Anakin, gets to say to him in sort of the tragedy of of Anakin, not listening mm-hmm. to that of he chooses to center on his his fear and his anxiety and his right. in his desire to control things and i think Qui-Gon would have told him hey remember your focus determines your reality yeah. and i i don't believe it <laughs> I, I don't believe in that kind of level of like if you think positive only good things will happen to you right. i just mean like you can try to say like a bad thing happened it is categorically bad but i can choose how to respond mm-hmm. right. do i respond with strength like leia or do i become consumed with anger love that love that thought love that thought quagon deep kid yeah deep guy he had a lot going on. He and Shmi had a lot going on. Under that tight hair. Yes, yes. Uh, that's it for our questions. We want to thank all of you for reaching out. We'll tell you where in a bit. Now, Pirate side, Joseph, we sent out some requests. We're going to have that uh, soon, right? Uh, that's right. Uh, so if you are a patron Patreon who in the last couple of months have uh, uh, become a, uh, a patron at the 10 or $20 level, I sent you a message on Patreon. We'd love to hear from you. So go into Patreon and check out the message box. Absolutely. And speaking of where to find us and where to support, we're on Twitter at Force Center Pod. You can like us on Facebook at Force Center Podcast. Our website is forcecenterpod.podomatic.net, com slash user slash Force Center is where you can buy merch. And we hope to see some of you at Celebration in that merch. And we'll love to be in those pictures so we can reshare them. <laughs> Podcasts available in a lot of spots, including iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify, YouTube, the animated databank brawl. Brian Ward put a lot of work into that. That's there. Check that out. More things coming, I swear. I keep saying that. Uh, <laughs> me and Kevin Smets are working on some of those Immemorian videos uh, just with Celebration coming up. It's it's a busy time for us, so check it out there. Uh, we are on Instagram, too. Uh, go follow us there. Uh, and Joseph Patreon, where you've talked about uh, the power of the light side, comes from there. That is exactly right. We've got uh, new rewards, new tiers, so go check that out at patreon.com slash force center. Absolutely. we got our own stuff, too. Jen, you know, I knew you were at a craft fair because I follow you online. <laughs> That's right. You can follow me online. I will be very active this week. With all the celebration news, um, I'm on Twitter, Instagram at Jennifer Landa. I'll be posting a reaction video to the trailer on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Jennifer Landa. Absolutely. Joseph. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, and maybe at a craft fair. Who knows? As at Joseph Scrimshaw. And then you can go to my website, josephscrimshaw.com. That has info on comedy albums and a podcast and live shows and all sorts of stuff like that. Absolutely. You can follow me at Cadapsack or go to cadapsack.com and I'm reworking that. I'm, ooh, I did a lot of work yesterday. Oh, <laughs> WrestleMania was 72 hours long. So oh. I sat there and watched uh, watched that and worked on a new website, but that's coming. Go to cadapsack.com for information on all the shows, uh, where to pre order my book, Wabula Star Wars, and a lot, lot more. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun out there. We're looking forward to celebrating Star Wars with all of you and seeing if our crazy prophecies come true. We'll see you next time. This was Force Center. Yeah.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.